G'day guys, Mac here from Adventure Fit Radio, sitting here with Doc. In this episode, we talk about our experiences in starting up our businesses, Doc with Adventure Fit Travel and myself with CrossFit Diamond Valley. Uh, we mentioned some really good resources in here, some startup podcasts. Um, we also mentioned some books and, and how to grow your own business. We've talked about what we learned, our strengths and weaknesses, and uh, we also had some advice for you guys. So uh, it's a pretty good podcast. It's only uh, 40 minutes, so um, it uh, definitely appeals to those people that are driving in their car or just want a quick answer. Um, but anyway, here is Doc with the sponsors. Thanks, Max. So... Today, this particular podcast, guys, you're about to listen to is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the home of the widest selection of digital audiobooks, including bestsellers, new releases, exclusives, and much, much more. You can listen anytime, anywhere on your tablet, mobile, or desktop with the free app. And Audible is offering AdventureFit Radio listeners a free audiobook download with a 30-day trial. And all you have to do to do that is go to audibletrial.com forward slash advfradio. Again, it's audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio for your free audiobook. I recommend, I think this is the third week in a row, I'm recommending The Martian. Um, next week, I'll have a new recommendation for you, but check out The Martian, guys. It's, um, if you haven't seen the movie or read the book, listen to the audiobook. It's about 10 hours of um, eerie, eerie goodness, and uh, it's really entertaining. So, Get on that. That's my recommendation. This podcast is also brought to you by Locksam Solutions. Locksam is a boutique consulting and business support company focused on business consulting and commercial services. The key to their success has been through the application of a pragmatic approach combined with entrepreneurial spirit to achieve their clients' outcomes. Their philosophy is simple, deliver well-defined measurable business outcomes to their clients through the engagement of subject matter experts with real-world experience. Check them out, guys, at www.locksamsolutions.com.au. This podcast is also brought to you by NDO Supps, No Days Off Supplements. I've given up reading the copy from NDO Supps, but Mac swears by them and all their supplements. So if you guys want to up your supplement game, then do so with NDO Supps. And you can also use ADVF Radio again when purchasing to get 10% off. So head to www.ndosupps.com to check them out. And lastly, but not leastly, this uh, podcast is brought to you by AdventureFit Travel. So AdventureFit Travel is the parent company of this beautiful podcast and it's, uh, it's a great adventure travel company for all you guys out there in the fitness community. So we've got Everest Base Camp coming up. That's the, uh, that's the trip that we're really trying to get people signed up on at the moment. Me and Mac both did Everest Base Camp last year. That's how we, uh, how we became mates. So do Everest Base Camp with AdventureFit Travel and you can host AdventureFit Radio. <laughs> uh, not really, guys, but uh, <laughs> come with us anyway. So without further ado, here's our chat. Um, I think I just said adieu. I meant to say do. Without further ado, here's me, Mac. Now before we do this, Let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are we alone in the universe? What is the future of the Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, 
here to die. Sweet. So, me and Mac are just uh, catching up before we have a podcast here with um, Diane McGrath, our Mars One candidate, and we thought we'd um, we'd do a little shoot the shit interview. So, here we are, shooting the shit. What's going on, Mac? Just shooting shit. Shooting shit. Yeah, no, just living the dream, you know how it is. Good stuff, man. You got a new girlfriend? Mate, I've, uh, I've, yeah, I do. She was, uh, she <laughs> didn't listened. expect me to go to that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, she fell in love straight out <laughs> after our first episode. She <laughs> thought that One guy, of the listeners. That guy, definitely a listener. Shouldn't shit where you sleep, man. Ah, well, uh, <laughs> well, now I am. <laughs> oh. uh, she thought I had definitely a, a face for radio and, well, I just need to meet that guy. Good, good stuff, man. Well played. So thanks for being a matchmaker. <laughs> Yeah, Cupid's arrow. No, I didn't. Uh, she actually is now a listener, but uh, I uh, I first saw her in uh, Dan Murphy's. Oh so yeah, Dan Murphy's the the bottle shop. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, she, she working there or just boozing? Or <laughs> no, she's a bum. Or? She was a bum out the she front. Right? <laughs> she's, she's okay. Uh, she's a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect match made in heaven. That's it. Yeah, sweet. So, what are we doing? We're going to talk some business. Let's talk business, yeah, man. You tell me a good story about how you got into AdventureFit, so why not we start off with that, hey? Well, yeah, I get asked all the time um, how AdventureFit got started, and it was kind of, uh, it was kind of like a, a strange uh, bunch of happenings that came about that, that brought it to my attention that I should start the business. But um, one of the things was I saw a similar kind of business that uh, took people on adventure holidays and stuff, and I kind of planted the idea in my head, and then... I went over and uh, and was a weightlifting coach in Bali at the Ninja Camp place. Mm. Shouldn't really shout out the competitors. I was but just going to say, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, anyway, they're jerks anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, I went over there and I saw what they did and, and uh, it just kind of awakened the, uh, the idea in me again and I just saw so many things that they did that I just thought I could improve on mm. and, uh, and it just seemed really easy what they had done, you know. It How many really years ago was this? Uh, this was like three years ago and then I kind of got back and was like right I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this I'm going to give it a go and then the idea was to plan a, uh, to plan adventure holidays for my gym members mm. like I wanted to open a gym and then the gym was taking too long to get started and I ran out of money with trying to didn't run out of money but I didn't have enough money to start the gym and I thought fuck I'll just try and start this um, these trips except I'll just sell them to the general public and I'll just see what happens mm. and then yeah, I sold. Uh, I just started a started a, a trip page. I think it was, or got a graphic design poster for my New Zealand trip, and then sold ten tickets, and then I was away. Bang! So no business model, no business nah, plan. Nah, still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and so what you just said? I want to go to New Zealand. Someone pay for my trip. Let's go. Well, <clears throat> it was funny because I uh, the first time that I was talking about the idea of the trip. Um, one of my friends, Wayne, from uh, a guy that used to train at Crossy 3000, he said to me, he was like, oh, New Zealand, geez, what's it like over there? It must be great. Yeah, all these places that you've got, you've been there before, you've, you've done this, you've done that. And I was like, mm, no, nah, <laughs> not exactly. He's like, oh, have you, some, you haven't been to some of these places? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've been to many, I've been to many, Wayne. Have you been to New Zealand before? I'm like, nah. <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of just planning a uh, travel um, itinerary that I wanted to do and just Paying, getting people to pay to come with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's your business model. Yeah, it's a, you have one. It's worked so far. But and so why New Zealand first? 
Um, New Zealand and Ice- Iceland just... <clears throat> was going to be Iceland. Mm, Iceland's yeah. always just... That'd be sick. Oh, it's going to come up for mm. sure. We're going to do it, but... I don't know. They just... they just. I just like um, scenery, you mm. know. I like nature, natural scenery. Yeah. And they're just two of the prettiest countries. Lord of the Rings probably did it for me. Yeah. You know, that... I'm a big Lord of the Rings nerd. So, yeah, and... I, and like the fact that it was Iceland and New Zealand were my two first ideas. Iceland was just so much harder to plan. You know, mm. it's further away. It's basically further away. New Zealand's on a doorstep. So, yeah, right. So you had ten people just through a Facebook page. Yeah, right. And now you've got a full business model. You've got a full website, and you're still selling our trips. Or well, kinda. It wasn't really like it's strange. I sold ten tickets on the New Zealand trip in a couple of months with a poster on a Facebook page with like 200 followers. Now, Adventure Travel's got 10,000 or 12,000 people on the database, 50,000 on social medias combined, all our different social medias, Pinterest, fucking um, Google+, LinkedIn, yeah. you know, all the, all the big ones. And uh, yeah, it's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where the... But the thing is... The you're trying to be too professional. You're trying, you're trying to be a company. You should go back to be like, hey guys, I want to go here. Someone pay for it. <laughs> I, uh, I then know. Yeah, then you're real, aren't you? But yeah, I know. It's it's strange how it kind of worked. It just wasn't as easy as... Wasn't as easy as what I thought. Um, heaps, of, heaps of hurdles came up along the way. The good thing is, and the confusing thing is, our reviews have been five star all the way. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Well, you paid me to do five star for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't meant to say that. You mean I'll let you on the podcast. <laughs> I got you on the podcast. Five star review, mate. You can come and interview all these people with me. Um, yeah, so it's not as easy as I, as I thought after the first trip, you know, but the, the reviews are still really good. It's just, yeah, it's just not being the new kid on the block, maybe, mm, mm. you know, new kid on the block, this new fancy idea that people are excited about. Now, you know... We've well, had people start to sort of take your model and, and tweak it a little bit as well, haven't you? Yeah, there's for sure there's heaps of people out there that are doing the same thing. So what are you going to do now differently? Just blow them all up. <laughs> <laughs> World domination. Find where, find where they live and kneecap their family or something. I don't know, do something fucked up to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness, there's a company in Sydney who do really well, um, who, will, who will hang around. Um, there's uh, a couple of guys in the UK and stuff that I've noticed um, who I'm not sure where they'll do well, you know, yeah. but there's heaps of people that pop up that, you know, their branding's just really far off point mm. and, uh, and their message is unclear and it's just, you know, I want all these people to succeed because the more that they succeed, I think the better for AdventureFit. Yep. You know, the more people are thinking about fitness holidays and Absolutely. whatever. And as long as we're ahead of the game then we're, we're sweet but they're also going to keep you ahead of the game you know that's that's like competition's good yeah that's right and and they're the same as me they're just trying to do what they love so good yeah. on them but unfortunately like I see a lot of them and I think oh these guys they're probably not going to last you know it's mm. such a cutthroat thing mm. that you just have to be everything has to be spot on and I'll look at it I'll look at a brand their website or their social media and stuff and look unless I'm totally wrong I'll look at their branding basically and their message and I'm like are oh, these guys good on them but they're probably not going to hang around mm. you know you have to be you have to be so professional so mm. on point with everything so yeah but I don't really mind I think it's great I think it's good to be competitive um, you know and I don't even look at 
in saying that, I don't look at it as competitors anyway. Yeah. I just think we're all out there doing the same thing. And it's good to have people that um, people that spur you on and that you can get ideas from and, and motivation. And yeah. yeah. So you're into adventure travel. So, you, you know, you're just targeting your, your sort of... Uh, athletes and stuff like that or yeah like you know you've gone to Everest and I know you said you were thinking of going to do the Kokoda Trail and you've got Iceland you've got Bali trips uh so they are pretty adventure packed obviously with New Zealand as well so you know who's your market and and will you ever get away from the adventure and fitness side of it um yeah it's funny so I've got a my my market it's Adventure fit might come across a little bit too intimidating for a lot of people mm. because that might be a problem because I've had a lot of people that email me and say, oh, I'm, I'm not that great of a weightlifter or I've only just started CrossFit or I don't, I don't do that much training. Can I come on the holiday? And for them to have that idea and have to email me about that mm. says that there's probably a f- just shit ton of people that aren't, aren't emailing, emailing me that are looking at it going, oh, no way. Yeah. Because yeah, I think I have to maybe... It's something that I have to really keep an eye on, my branding and my wording and the way that I portray things because that's not what it's about at all. You know, mm. I just want everyone, and anyone and everyone to be able to come along on the trips, yeah. whether they're... Well, me and you, we went to Everest mm. with Greg Miskell. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking, the fucking yeah, man of, of all men. He's going to conquer the world now though, <laughs> hasn't he? Greg Miskell, for all the listeners, is his, um, he called me up. Uh, did he call me? Yeah, I think he called me. He called me up and he said... Um, Hey Bill, uh, yeah, I just, uh, just, I got your your brochure. My son bought it home the other day, and uh, he he was talking to me about it, and and I just wanted to know, is there any uh, is there any age restrictions on the trip? You know, and I said, oh, how how young's your son? How young's your son, Greg? He goes, it's not for me, bloody son. It's for me. Not, <laughs> I'm sixty years old. So Greg was Greg was sixty years old, and he came to Everest Space Camp with us, and uh, as you know, Mac, and he was as outstanding, if yeah. not more so than most. He went on to climb uh, another mountain over in Nepal, I think, didn't he? I think he's doing Island Peak in Island Peak. Peak, yeah. Going back right. to do Island Peak. The one we, uh, yeah. <laughs> the one we failed at. Uh, the weather, weather, mate. <laughs> it was too dangerous to go on. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Fuck, we're pussies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was perfect. I liked that. You know, I, mm. I, had, a, um, I had a family hit me up for, um, to, to take their 15-year-old girl to the US game trip last year which I spoke to my lawyers and stuff about and mm-hmm. wanted to see what they thought about it. I didn't have a problem with it. It just meant we had to have a chaperone every night. So, you know, she would ah, come okay. out to the dinner and met myself or Dave, we were the ones leading through last year, had to go, would have to take her home and make sure she's in bed by a certain time, all that stuff. But they were happy to put, you know, put um, put her in Adventure Fit's hands for a week and that was cool. And yeah, I, I just want anyone and everyone, man. Yeah. I've I got to be careful that I'm not making Adventure Fit look like it's a... Uh, elitist mm. you know yeah absolutely best, the best kind of scenario because i don't want that that's not what we're about yeah no that's good and so one of the biggest things that uh you've sort of passed on to me is is more your business skills and you've opened my eyes up to outsourcing a lot you're a very busy sounds, man sounds ridiculous to hear someone say that what <laughs> do you know um i sort of tuned out when i was speaking I, I no 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 just said. the fact that you just said um i passed on my business skills it's just funny for I mean yeah. to hear that. Yeah, no, I'm looking at you now going, why'd I say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you did. And, and you definitely opened my eyes to outsourcing and you are a very busy man. So do you want to tell us uh, how you sort of outsource? And, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that I'm experiencing it with myself and my business, uh, you know, 
passing it on to you know people in the Philippines and, and yeah. all that jazz? Yeah, it's actually <clears throat> really good point to talk about, I suppose, because that's something that all, all the listeners, um, no matter what field they're in, they can probably get something out of. Um, so for those of you guys who don't know, I uh, I bootstrapped Adventure Fit, so I started it myself with my own money, did all the work myself for a good 12 months. Um, at very early on, so I would go on marketing websites and marketing, I'd sign up to marketing marketing newsletters and stuff and I'd speak to all my mates in marketing. I'd just try and learn as much as I can because that's mm. the thing that could make my life better, you know, less work, more money, Absolutely. so on and so forth because it's stuff that I haven't had going going well for me. So I found out from reading the 4-Hour Workweek about the idea of outsourcing. Mm. Um, that book changed my whole, changed my whole life really. Um, and then I just couldn't figure out a way to do it uh, and make it work well. So I was going on Odesk all the time and looking at um, guys in India and the Philippines and stuff. And then you've got a one-on-one relationship with these guys. You're going back and forth, asking them questions. And it's just, it was really hard to trust someone. Mm. So I didn't take the plunge. Um, didn't want to waste money. Didn't want to start up something that I didn't think, I wasn't really confident it was going to work. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so what happened from there on, I've, I, um, I got a couple of guys that reached out to me that were kind of like entrepreneurs, um, digital nomads, they'll call themselves. So mm-hmm. what Tim Ferriss was kind of promoting and yep. stuff. And one guy, um, one guy, um, David Storer, his name is, he's an adventure blogger now. Um, he wrote, reached out to me and said he had a, a company in the Philippines that, that built up and trained VAs for people like me. So what he would do is, uh, uh, sorry, not him, uh, his friend, his friend would do, he would, um, he would tell the, the company over in the, the Philippines what skills he needed his VA to be competent at and then mm. they would have an eight-week training period before they handed him over, him or her over, sorry, <coughs> to, to him, to the guy. So yeah, I looked into that and then um, it was funny how it worked. I spoke to the, the founder, the co-founder. His name's Tom over in the Philippines, Filipino guy. And, um, and I spoke to him and we were chatting on the phone and he said, um, oh, so tell us a little bit about your business. And I said, oh, so my business is called um, Adventure Fit Travel. And, uh, and he sh- just shit his pants. He, he's like, he goes, Adventure Travel? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Adventure Travel. Uh, am I talking to Doc? <laughs> it was the fucking stupidest thing. I was like, hang on a second. What the fuck? Is, this, is someone taking the piss out of me? Yeah. What's going on here? But um, he was a CrossFitter. Yeah, so, right. And he somehow followed um, Adventure Fit Travel and saw me and Dave, you know, out on the last two trips we'd been on and, you yeah, know, right. ice climbing and doing all this cool stuff. So, um, yeah, he knew who I was and was pumped to work with me. And then... Um, yeah, so from then on, I've got my VA. Um, mine, we've got our second VA for the podcast who actually quit the other day. <laughs> Marco, you fucking bastard. <laughs> He'll listen to this too. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Marco. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I have a full-time VA that I pay um, I pay good Filipino money, but it's very cost-effective. It's very, mm. very little in terms of the Aussie dollar that I charge. Yep. And... Mon, my VA, is—he's um, he's a—he's a gangster. Yeah, he's a gangster. It's a—it's a big uh, trust issue, isn't it? Like we've—you um, know—it's just like letting someone drive your brand new Ferrari, you know, mm. and they're on their learners. I don't have a Ferrari. Well, I don't. <laughs> my dreams. No, but you know, like your business is your brand new Ferrari, and you're giving it to someone else 
to brand your image. Mm. It's a big trust issue, isn't it? Mm. It's pretty tough. I don't know. I, I've um, it's worth it though. Like the amount oh, of spare definitely. time that you've got, it's just got to get over those few little hurdles in the interview processes. And once you develop that relationship, you've you know all of a sudden you've got ten hours back in your week. Well, that's right. It's about developing that relationship, which is what I've had a bunch of people that have come to me and they wanted the contacts for um for a VA. If anyone actually that's listening does want contacts for for the VA, I'm happy to help any listeners out. You can email me directly, doc at adventuretravel dot com, and I'll. Um, I'll help you out there but I passed the details on to you mm. and you didn't have the same experience because obviously so what I, so I have the, the full time 40 hour a week relationship with Mon we speak pretty much every day last night we had a, a, an hour and a half chat assessing our goals for, at this point of the year um, you were hiring part time in and out in and out VAs and didn't have the same yeah, well yours yours is to you. So you have yes. one person. I had a, a team because I didn't have <clears throat> guaranteed 40 hours. I didn't even have guaranteed 25 hours at this stage. It was just the, the odd jobs. I was just testing the waters. So therefore, I never directly spoke to or handled one person. It was a team. Shit set and up like so that, I reckon. It was, but I just didn't have the hours. Mm. Uh, I couldn't say, here's 10 hours each week, here's 15 hours each week. Yeah. So I didn't want to invest the money. So I just you know tested the waters and... Listen, they did an okay job, but I think uh, what I've actually done now is handballed that to people that I can communicate with here in Australia. So mm. we have more staff members now. But uh, but very soon we'll be tying those jobs up into a little ball and sending it back overseas. One, yeah. Once I have a guaranteed 15 hours or so yep. that I can deal with one person and rely on that one yeah, person. Yeah, that's... That's that's so important. But otherwise, you get what Marco did with us. You know, we relied on this one person. He actually quit the company. Mm. And unfortunately, can't take that contract back up with us because we went through that company to get him. Mm. So you re- you put your all your eggs in one basket. So now, you know. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it is definitely better than going through the the other system that you went and getting mm. the Chinese whispers. Yeah, absolutely. It just kills you. Yeah. So yeah, that's been a big part for me is having a VA. So now, um, I'm looking to by the end of the year have. Um, have at least two VAs for adventure travel mm. and we'll have our podcast VA. Um, and then what that means is I just get a bit more of my life back. Mm. So now that adventure it's selling more trips and we're actually, you know, getting out of debt and able to make some money, I can put a little bit more money aside and then, yeah, get a whole bunch of my life back and I'm able to, instead of doing, <clears throat> so all the businesses out there, that are starting up, they're obviously stuck in that startup phase where they're doing all the shitty little jobs mm. that really aren't helping the business grow. They're just helping the business stay alive, mm. you know? And that's the stuff that you need to outsource. That's the stuff that you don't need to be doing. That's what we're just doing now. Yep. It's been three years um, of just doing the same stuff just to keep our head above water. Yep. Now, like, it's very hard to say, oh, from day one, you've got to outsource this and that. In an ideal world, yes, but, you know, you've also, you've also got to, go through it and know what it's like know what you want as well mm. it's just unfortunate for us it's taken three years to get to that position um, but now we've got more and more people doing all those jobs to keep us above water and then myself and Lisa uh, we're just running the show now doing all the other operational work mm. yeah it's great I think um, I think in the future VA uh, a VA will you know mine I see as the guy that will take the second in charge role for me. He already is basically, but he's just he's just my VA. Like it's only me and him really. And then it's, you know, little bits and pieces from people. But I see mine, he's a very forward thinking, really smart guy. I see him as a guy that he'll be listening to this too actually. So he'll be getting real chuffed with himself. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to Marco. <laughs> but um, but I would see him as 
my two IC with a couple of couple of other VAs under him in the future, yeah. and then um, yeah, I think it'll I think it'll work pretty well. So um, when you started your business, Mac, mm. what were the what were the toughest things that? So for the listeners, Mac owns a. Well, why don't you tell us about people probably know a bit about AdventureFit and what. Yep, I do. What What is your business that you that you own? Uh, so I own CrossFit Diamond Valley, which is located in Eltham, and uh, we're three years young now, which is awesome. Uh, before that, I started. Uh, I was just managing and uh, operating a another CrossFit gym. Made a connection through that, and uh, decided to open up my own one in in partnership. And uh, we've been going strong ever since. And the question was, what's the what was the worst moment, or what was the toughest time? Yeah, so the back-to-back weeks was tough. Uh, got a funny story. I did uh, maybe four or five 70-hour weeks in a row. Um, and uh, I was down at gym one day, and I just uh, punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> got in my car, drove home, bawled my eyes out like a little girl. In front of your girl, did you say? No, like a little girl. Like a little girl. <laughs> um, my brother comes home. I got my hands, uh, my head in my hands. Is your hand fucked at this stage? You got your hand in? Nah. You, did you cut your hand up or anything? Nah, I was just um, tactical. I went to a, uh, I went through a plaster wall. <laughs> okay. So it was, it was an easy punch. <laughs> Makes you feel tough when you punch through a plaster wall. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. Anyway, he comes home. He goes, "What's wrong?" I just fucking sobbed, and and uh, anyway, my alarm went off to get back up, and I dried my tears, went down. Coach the class, and yeah. that was actually the biggest turning point for me in business. I then realised I need, I need help. Mm. I need someone else to, you know, help me steer the ship. And obviously, I was I'm in a partnership, or was in a partnership, but it was more of a, a silent partnership until I uh, until I needed that help, and then yeah. I really reached out and and let someone, as I said before, drive my Ferrari. And now we share a lot of the roles and far out life is so much better yeah so much better it's insane the um the shit you have to go through as a an entrepreneur mm. especially i mean silent partner it's it's the same as a as a solo startup yeah. you know founder basically where it's just insane you just feel like um <clears throat> i had problems where i just felt like i had no mates yeah. No friends. Well, I had no life. It was, yeah, you know, that's exactly you, right. We say 70 hour weeks and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. You do it back to back to back to back mm. to back. It's fucked. Yep. And you, you don't have time or energy for anything else and you're constantly thinking about work. That's why I put that um, on that list that. of things that I had. I had mm. catch up with mates. Yes. So like on my weekly th- like to-do list yeah. and I was, going at, I was going with Tommy. We were having lunch, um, dinner once a week. Well, mm. we, we did a few times having lamb shanks. So I try and have dinner with a mate or, yeah. or lunch with a mate or whatever because I just felt like it was just me against the world, you know. Mm. I felt like I had no mates. I was losing contact with everybody. You know, it used to be on a on a weekend, I'd be able to text three or four guys and I'd get six mates together and we'd have a yeah. great weekend. And I just felt like I didn't really have those... I didn't have that pull within my friendship mm. group because I'd been so absent for so long. But your priorities change as well. Mm. You know, it was unfortunate. I was in a relationship at the time and just... I just had no energy for it. Everything was all of my eggs were in that in the business in the startup. And looking back, it's you know it's a tough decision. It's it's probably the wrong decision. You need to find that balance. But you got to do what you got to do when you start up. You know, and uh, so what what was the the point? That was the point that it changed around when you got help from your silent partner that became not oh, so it's, silent. It's, obviously, no, it's it's actually so. Uh, I went in with um, my sort of like a business mentor, Wayne. And he has a he has a wife and, and four kids, and it was 
Wayne at the start said, hey, listen, so we're, we're 50-50, um, you know, profit share and, and yep. investment and all that jazz. It was obviously he just has his other business, his other company that he, he runs. So he's like, listen, I'll just help you out with that business experience. I never went to uni for business yep. at all. I just said, oh, fuck it, I'll open up my own one. Yep, so it was go. great. It was great having him there, certainly with all the legal stuff at the at the start and the myob and all that jazz. I had no idea how to run that. So I handballed. still don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I handballed that to him, which was great. So, But I was just doing everything on the face, so everything else, everything else but the, the, the basic financials, I suppose. And um, it was just too much. So to let Lisa, his wife, in to have some control was mm-hmm. the best the best I could have done. Yeah. So her and our her and I now run a pretty good show, I like to think and and uh and yeah. I think as long as you have creative control over where your business is going, the branding, the look mm. and the the actual nuts and bolts of how the product is served to the clients, mm. that's the main thing, you know. Yeah. I was able to palm a bunch of stuff off to Mon and I don't know. I can't tell whether I micromanage him or whether I'm. I don't know whether I'm good or not. Mm. I really don't. I don't know how many, how much time, how much overseeing other business owners do. Yeah. You know, I really don't know. But it's gotten to the point now where Mon, I could say, "Hey, man, plan a trip and get it ready to the fir- ready to for me to start on the first day." I'd be able to say that to Mon, and I'd pretty well be able to trust him. I wouldn't yeah. say that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But that's the trust level now. But. At originally, it was just everything in the back end that he would be able to do, he would do. And nothing that had anything to do with the brand mm. or the, you know, what we were putting across in the way of our wording and our social medias or, or the actual direction the trips are heading in. But now, it's, it's really good. So, um, so, what has been the best advice? You got any advice that you've been given over the journey or what was the biggest kind of stuff? Uh, changing point or, or something that you've learnt? Something I learned, you, you've got to you've got to delegate uh, tasks you're not good at. There's no point in hitting your head up against a brick wall trying to do things that you're just not good at. So definitely delegate early, and you know when you delegate, you've got to follow up. You can't mm. just handle and go. There you are. You've got to also manage that delegation. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I've learnt in the last six months is to learn to delegate, learn to trust, but also manage that as well. Okay. So I don't know if that's advice or anything. It's I don't know. I just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, was an, it was an answer. It was an answer. It was an answer to a question. That's, what about, what about yourself? Oh, best advice I've ever been given. Yeah, um, I don't really know. I think it's just a, a bunch of advice. So what I <clears throat> what I've done, which I think I'm I've done really well early on with AdventureFit, is I've been addicted to learning. So, yeah. so I've, I know for a fact that I, I knew nothing about social media. I knew nothing about marketing. I knew nothing about sales. I knew nothing about product development. And so I started off with just having some friends. I got a, I got a mate, Rich, who would come around. We actually had a, a marketing meeting one day and uh, it was on a Friday night on, in, during summer. And it started off, it was on that whiteboard over there. So just a little, little whiteboard. Yeah. started off... Um, all right, let's let's go through. I've got like six different parts of business I want to talk about, Rich. And we said he's really passionate about marketing, so he was uh, happy to help me out. Anyway, we're having a couple of beers. He'd actually just gone through something pretty fucked up in his life, so it was good to be able to have a beer. And he was kind of yeah. really wanted to. I won't go into what it was. Obviously, nearly did, and I probably don't. Probably not not the right place to do it. But anyway, so started off um, writing down notes on the whiteboard. 
Um, so the top probably 10 to uh, so 0 to 25% of the whiteboard was the first probably hour and a half of our conversation. It was probably a six-hour conversation. It was um, really well written, um, nice cursive sober. font. <laughs> yeah, sober. Yeah. And then 25 to 50%, there was you know some pretty wild ideas are getting thrown out there. Yeah. Um, getting a bit adventurous. Getting a bit, a bit adventurous. Yeah, yeah. The, next, the next level was like a fair bit of swear words and like getting really excited, yeah. some stuff that I couldn't even really read. And then the <laughs> 75 to 100%, the last part, the last hour and a half of our conversation, it was just dicks and balls. <laughs> 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 it was really funny to look at the next morning. But um, <clears throat> but that was fun, you know. So it wasn't a drain. It wasn't yeah. a drag. So I would catch up with... I've caught up with Rich three or four times. I've caught up with numerous other friends in marketing and friends in business mm. that, you know, you just go out for lunch, go out for coffee and ask them the questions that you want to know. Mm. Get their personal experience. Like what we're talking about now, you'll always pick something up. And I just learned so much from these little meetings that I would have. And I would take notes, you know. I'd take yeah. notes. Okay, that's this is what I want to achieve what can i actionably do to to go ahead and do that yeah um and then i kind of went from there to expanding this um this kind of theory to 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 steal information and gather as much information from people as you can and i started reaching out or having people actually started reach out to me that were in higher places you know much higher Mm. places so i've got Paul, who's um, who's my mentor, who he actually reached out to me. I've told you the story about that when he, uh, I thought he was asking for a job. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Have I told you that? Probably. You've told me that many stories. Yeah. I he emailed me asking. Um, emailed me. Hey, Bill. You know, I just saw Adventure Beard, and it's really um, really awesome concept. I'm really, um, really pumped up about it. I very aligned with what I've done. You know, I've done this and this and this in my life. Um. So he's climbed the seven summits, you know, he's yeah, uh, yeah, he yeah. started many numerous businesses. He has a silent owner in a CrossFit gym, loves his training. He said, do you need any help with anything? And I thought he was asking for a job because I get emails uh, with resumes sent to me every week. Yeah. And uh, so I wrote back to him what I write back to everyone. Hey, Paul, you know, thanks for, thanks for reaching out. Um, great to hear your story, man. Sounds like we're really similarly aligned. Unfortunately, we don't have any jobs available at the moment, blah, blah, blah. And then he wrote back to me a real short, real blunt, message saying something like hey mate not sure what you thought i was after but i'm a very successful semi-retired businessman i wanted to know if you needed any help (laughs) i was like oh fuck sorry man so he mailed him back anyway so he's like a mentor to me he's put me on to daryl wade um daryl's owner of intrepid travel so now i've met with daryl i've got contact with him i ask him questions back and forth every now and again through email so you know you just try and um just try and network, and you've got to you've got to always put yourself out there to learn more. I read a lot of educational books. Go yep. to online webinars. I have a fortnightly business webinar. Yeah, you pay I, for that? Or is it free webinar? Uh, it's good question. And it was an initial pay, not a lot, uh, but then it's just ongoing now. It was like a once-off fee, but it wasn't much. Okay. Yeah, because you can get all of that stuff for free. But um, I mean, if it's worth it, then yeah, I'll always is. be happy to pay for it. So, what about Okay, if we're talking books, what's your best resource in the way of written form? What books oh, have you read that's changed it all for you? Tim Ferriss, the four hour work week. Yeah, I was sure. I was scratching my head for ages though, going, This can't apply to me. Like I'm in the relationship business. Yeah. Okay. A lot of that book doesn't reply uh, it doesn't reply. Doesn't apply. Yeah. I think to a lot of people. You're never gonna get hundred percent of that apply. Yeah. But yeah. the parts that do apply for me, I was like, fuck yeah. it's just just time management and stuff yeah. like that, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But also this uh, this team of people that are in, in the webinar, and I'm actually meeting up with them in Sydney uh, for a four day camp. 
um, with some big guru up there and, and we just network and there's a guy on the on the calls who's, you know, into marketing and there's, they sector it all off. So they, they put you onto links and pages and other webinars. So I listen to a lot, uh, read a lot. Yeah. You get into business podcasts at all or? Not so much. Not so much. I Mainly just business webinars where I can interact and throw my ideas out there and stuff as well. So webinars are, a, I've actually never done a webinar. So webinars are live get together like on a Skype. So yeah. you can in real time speak to the guy that's hosting the webinar. Yep, yep. And how many people are normally in there? Do you get your word in if you want to yeah, ask my word a question? In. Yeah, or? absolutely. So I've got a few webinars. I've, I've in a property one as well. Um, you know, and you throw your, pro- so I've got a, you know, a couple of properties on the go or yep. looking to at least. Um, and so, you know, it's all about their investing. It's like an entrepreneur um, webinar. So they sector off into uh, enterprise, property, yep. share trading and all that jazz. So on any one of the calls, there might be 20 to 30 people on there with a couple of key people and then you'll submit your questions or problems. So just recently with my property, uh, I've got an investment property that we're looking to, I'm actually looking to purchase a commercial block as well Mm -hmm. and so i threw up the idea of you know this is the current rent and this is what i'll get back and you do your own feasibilities and then they just check it off and and so if you have a decent one like that they'll include you and and they'll try and educate everyone else otherwise it'll just be a a general talk about you know how to do a feasibility this is for property for some reason i'm just going on property but otherwise for business it's you know um leading ideas and and marketing things and how to do facebook ads and a lot more in depth than that because most people know how to do Facebook ads these yeah. days but um, just some ideas and strategies then they'll come back and they'll check up with you and they'll send you emails mm. and stuff like that so that's it's good. good yeah that's good see I'm, I've read 4 Hour Workweek and I'm struggling to think of another book that I've read business wise lately I know I have but they're not coming to the top of my mind but I like getting into podcasts to talk about on the shelf a bit how mm. I'm just I just love listening to podcasts, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm always probably 60% of the day I've got a podcast going on. A lot of the time I'm working, so it'll be a lighthearted one and I don't have to pay attention to so much. I can just mm. chime in, chime out, have a laugh or whatever. But um, I listen to um, Tim Ferriss' show, obviously, which is a great, um, great podcast, but he seems to have gone more entertainment. I, I he has feel. recently, yeah. Yeah, I feel... I used, um, to search his, I used to search his business ones though. Still, still, um, still a lot of the concepts and principles apply to business mm. 100% so it's still quite good but um, <clears throat> EO Fire John Lee Dumas so obviously um, that's the guy I was speaking about earlier so yeah. we're going to interview um, John uh, at some point and I think I'm going to be on his show as well so he's a daily um, podcast which is really good because it's every single day and it's only a bite sized kind of nugget of information so you look at um, and you, you said EO Fire which is Entrepreneur on Fire Entrepreneur on Fire but on if you search it on um, on the podcast directory it's EO Fire Yep. He's got a website as well with lots of uh, lots of really Im- interesting information. But this dude, John Lee Dumas, so he's got his last show's twenty two minutes, twenty six minutes, twenty two minutes, twenty two minutes. So they're pretty, mm. you know, bite sized chunks of information. You can get them in every day. I don't listen to it every day, not yep. not even close. But it's still very uh, informative because he's got set structures and set set questions similar to what we've been doing about like worst moments of entrepreneurial. When did you know you'd um you'd you'd, you'd um, made a uh, great breakthrough? Um, advice, resources and stuff. Yep. And it's just um, really easily digestible and it's just good information. So that's mm. a really good one that I listen to. And another good one um, that I listen to is called, I'm just looking through my phone at the moment. It's called Startup. So Startup is actually a podcast about startups, believe it or not. The first one's about a podcast, a podcast about a podcast. So it's... Um, it's the guys at Gimlet Media that which now run a whole bunch of different podcasts, mm. and they they um, 
they do a show regarding their starting up of the podcast, which leads into a podcast company and like a media firm, basically. But it's not about a podcast. It's just about starting a business. So it's him and his co-founder. Starts off him and then it builds into his co-founder and there's live kind of interviews. They, they do a lot of their stuff. They'll record a, a sit-in interview with investors or a discussion between the two co-founders yeah, or good. Uh, the, the founder and then the co-founder that came on. And uh, it's just really good because it shows you kind of real life behind the scenes interactions between people and just it makes you feel a little bit more normal yeah i was just gonna say human yeah, yeah. because they're the same these yeah. guys are just the exact same and they're a really successful company now and the shit that they go through is the same stuff that i go through you know stupid little questions doubts that you might have mm. hiccups that come up arguments that you might have you know and it's it's a it's a pretty good podcast i really like it i mean there's tons of other business podcasts out there that um that you can get into i don't listen to too many other businessy businessy podcasts unless i go like um individual i'll search something yeah. individually but um yeah so that's pretty much my resources i don't know man what else um you got any other nuggets of wisdom or i've got heaps of wisdom now <laughs> uh i'm pretty strapped right now nah. i reckon it's been pretty good mate yeah cool so that's it Oh yeah, the only uh, the only other really successful business advice Tommy's just shouted off from the uh, from the bleachers is make sure you just don't eat the yellow snow, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a little bit about our businesses, guys. We just wanted to. Um, I get asked all the time about AdventureFit, how I started it. Um, one thing that I didn't touch on actually is the the that we didn't touch on either of us, Mac, is taking the plunge. That's probably the the one thing to wrap up is mm. I think the the, the um, paralysis by analysis paralysis by analysis paralysis by analysis is um is huge you know people that want to start a business and they do fifty business plans and they do all these you know it's it's good to have an idea of where you want to go and an idea of finances and stuff like that mm. but you also you've just got to take the plunge there's no better time than now to start something. I mean, if I waited till I was ready, I would never, ever start adventure. I was never ready to there start. Is, when are you ever ready? That's right. That's right. So that's one of the biggest things I get, you know, people emailing me and I feel like an, I feel like a false prophet when people email me for business advice, but I get it all the time. So it's all right to, it's good to discuss it here and people are obviously interested a little bit, but but I just say, you've just got to go out there and, and give it a crack, yeah. you know, and you can only fail. Exactly. But, you don't. No one ever fails. If you learn from failure, it's not a failure, is it? That's right. That's right. And business isn't life. You know, you can still be super successful on your second or third attempt, or you yeah, know, absolutely, whatever. For sure. So um, that's my biggest piece of advice: is just if you are passionate about something, you want to get there and get out there and make it your life, then um, then go out and do so, and don't you know waste as little time as you can with yep. all the other bullshit that's involved. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Cool. Good job. Good job. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was our uh, our business sit down between me and Mac. Hopefully, you guys got some stuff out of that. Um, hopefully, you got some resources and some ideas on how to start your own business or how to uh, how to improve it. Um, if you like the show, make sure you head to iTunes and support us by subscribing. Also, leave us a rating and review if you feel that way inclined. And head to our uh, head to our website if you want the show notes, guys. So anything that we mentioned in this podcast will be in the show notes. There'll be a link in there. So head to www.adventurefittravel.com forward slash advfradio. 
Um, also, join the mailing list there if you can on the website. That way you won't miss out on any of our updates to do with our podcast, any of the updates to do with Adventure Radio, uh, Travel, sorry, and anything we have going on. And also, we'd like to thank the sponsors finally. So, the sponsors were for this podcast, Audible, audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio for your free 30-day trial and free audiobook with Audible. Also, we were brought, uh, proudly brought to you by Loxam Solutions. Loxam is a business consulting and support company focused on consulting and commercial services. Head to www.loxamsolutions.com.au. We are also brought to you by No Days Off Supplements. Use ADVF Radio when purchasing to receive 10% off at www.ndosups.com. And we're brought to you by Adventure Fit Travel. Check out our trips on our website and jump on. You will not be disappointed. That's it from us, guys. Peace.